Welcome to the Vacant to Vacation podcast. We are here to help you invest in properties. Real estate business and design. Now you can make a lot of money doing this. We're your people. (laughs) (laughs) Hello everyone, I'm Connor Ashley. And I'm Carla Chavez and we are Carla and Connor. The mother-son real estate and design duo. Bam! That was the best one yet! Yeah, I sure would hope because we filmed like literally like 12 of these. So we've done it 12 times. So 13, 13th time is the charm, I guess. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Well, everyone, welcome to the Vacant to Vacation podcast. Glad to have you here. We are here to talk about lots of cool, fun shit happening in our world. I don't know about cool or fun, but yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, alrighty, guys. So as always, we're going to start with our early check-in. Early check-in. What's happening in everybody's lives? What are you doing? What do you got going no, on? No, not everyone. Just us. Oh. It's, it's just us. Just us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but we did get um, an Instagram. Do you see? We got an Instagram question. Oh, one. yes, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yes, yeah. we, we So do. We'll, we'll get to that here in a second. That's going to be our turnover. We got off. an Instagram um, question. So yes. keep sending those questions in. We love to answer them. The, the one or two that we get. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten two, exactly. That's all. Just two. So, uh, but we'd sure love to answer more. So please send them our way. We did get a lovely comment on YouTube Hey, I uh, just yesterday. was excited we were the most something. <laughs> it said... I'll um, take it. What does it say? Most it said, disturbing. Um, yeah, most disturbing people on YouTube. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, Why are we disturbing? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't feel um, creepy. <laughs> But here's the thing. She watched the video, so we got paid for her watching the video. So exactly. it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. That's all that counts. So yep. I'll take the most whatever. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, um, uh, yeah. So this is going to be a, just a check-in of our week. Um, start off. My Botox is wearing off, and I'm pissed. Oh. Do you well, see that? I, I do feel like it is coming, uh, like, you see how. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slowly. Yep. Uh, it's I, definitely not where it was, but yeah, no, 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 no. It hasn't worn off completely, absolutely not. But they're definitely like from the minute like that peak happened, where it was like we couldn't mm-hmm. move any longer, it started sliding for yes. sure, for sure. Um, so I emailed the nurse. Oh, you did? Yes, yes. Um, just because I wanted to know, and because you freaked me out, because Carla said that you can become immune to it, <laughs> and she was reading all these articles and sending me all these articles. You got to be careful. You're too. You're so you're, young. You know, I'm. I just started at 46. You know, like right. So you I got a ways started to go. earlier. Mm-hmm. I got a ways to <laughs> Otherwise, go. Otherwise, those crevices in your face. I didn't be there. know you had emailed the nurse. What did our little nurse say? Well, I basically just said, hey, you know, my Botox is already starting to wear off. It's been. I guess a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I said basically like, look, I can come every four months. I can't come every month and a half or right. two months. Right. And I also said, um, you know, Carla said that I can become immune to it. <laughs> so I'm freaked out and don't want to come <laughs> soon, you know. And she basically said that the FDA um, approves uh, 60 units of Botox for the face. And that's like how much you're supposed to get. That's like, I guess, what will really like paralyze your face is 60 units. At one sitting or per year? No, at one sitting. Okay. And So so, the FDA does not allow 61 units. No, I don't know if they don't not allow. She said that's the approved 
recommended dosage okay. by the FDA for is a face. 60 units. For an yes. average face. Yes. Okay. She said, because you're a man, you have much more muscles, bigger muscles, and stronger muscles. So she said, basically, it takes a couple of times to see what your right amount is. She goes, it'll start to wear off slowly, but it shouldn't be gone within a month and a half. Yeah. So she said likely what we need to do is just up your dosage by five units or something like that okay. and see how that one goes okay. and then play around with it. She says it'll take a couple of times. In regards to becoming immune, she said, basically, that's not how it works. She said a very, very, very small amount of people become immune. And I don't even remember. Let me see. And I guess immune might be the wrong word. Um, it's not like as tolerance. Yeah. yeah, your tolerance increases to the medication because that's what essentially it's a medication. Right. Let me see if I can find the email here just so that I'm not... Well, that's interesting to hear because uh, I am actually, you know, looking forward to going back and having the lower part of my face taken care of as well since we had to stare or steer away from that. And I don't know whether we're going to do the Botox or some other kind of product down there, but... Um, like filler or something. Yeah, you I have don't to know. raise it. So she said, hi, Connor. I think we should talk more about that in person. But, they are, but basically, a very, very small percentage of people become immune to Botox. Very rarely is somebody actually immune. Most often, they just don't want to pay for additional units. <laughs> so they keep getting 30, thinking that it's just, you know, you build up slight tolerance over time, so now you need 35 in five years, you know. Okay. Um, and they don't want to pay for that. The FDA approved an indicated dose of 64 units. Um Many people claim they are immune because they have had to increase their dose. Okay. We did a total of 30 units on you. It depends on the look you're going for. If you want a frozen look, it'll take more units. We always start low to figure out the lowest threshold that we can avoid overdoing it. Your next appointment will go up slightly, so it will last a little bit longer. I don't anticipate needing to go up by much. I think that's... Um... She goes, by, uh, but appointment by appointment, we'll find you the perfect amount. We can go through these topics more in depth next time I see you. Cute. She's really sweet. I, yeah, I'm, she's great. I'm glad she took the time to to really put together a nice email instead of just blowing yeah, it off. Yeah, and during, during 4th of July yeah, week, yeah. you know, yeah, that when was... she said she wasn't even going to be in the office. Yeah, you know? cool. Um, that was great. So we'll see what happens with that. I think, you know, I'm just going to let it wear off and then in another two and a half months go back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see. I don't think we need to go back. And, you know, no, yeah. no, no, it's not worn off that much for sure. So. Alrighty, um, how are your teeth doing? Teeth are coming along. It's Let looking like again. a Clear Choice channel here. Yeah, commercial. wow. They look they look pretty good. Nico the other Thank day, you. he was all like, "Oh, you guys need to retake your photos with our new teeth." Oh, I know, I know. Um, I, we should, but it's weird because I never I've never really noticed them until now. Well, ne- exactly. Thank God, you know, um, because <laughs> I was noticing they were getting bad, and I knew it, and I felt it all along, and I was avoiding it, and um, didn't want to deal with it, you know, for the time, the expense, the effort, the you know, hurting, you know, pain, all of it. So um, I'm glad I'm, it's underway. And really, honestly, the final, it, well, it's not the final step, but it's the mm-hmm. final step before, before going to Mexico. Yeah. Um, 
so and and then everything that I've got left in my mouth is actually been treated and healthy and back to normal um and now I just got to maintain what I got and then t- deal with the Mexico um situation how are these ones feeling the ones in the front I love them they feel fabulous like they are smooth as a baby's butt they feel <laughs> real um the one thing like it, but but it's honestly what's funny is it's much like Botox when you put them on like I couldn't tell like I was trying to for instance like mm-hmm. bite a hangnail and I couldn't tell where I was because there's They're less different. feeling yeah. there. They're different. You know, my tooth is under there, but it's way under there. And it took me a minute, but like the feeling has, like I've gradually gotten feeling back and I can kind of now used tell. To the size exactly. And, yeah. Gotten used to the size. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, I love them. And, um, I actually, you know, and, and I knew this was going to happen. The doctor's like, you're probably going to want to get your lowers done eventually. So we'll see. But I, my, the way my mouth lays out, you really can't see the lowers yeah. very much. And so I really feel like that would be a waste of They actually money look pretty white too. The lowers? Whiter than Well, last I've been time. bleaching. Yeah. Oh, I've been okay. bleaching. Wow. They um, work. I, oh my God. I only did it two nights. They gave me 35%, which is the highest. So now it burned like a mother. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I put the little thing I, I was like, ah, <laughs> um, for about 20 minutes, it was like sizzling and burning. I could he- feel it. And, and it was like bubbling. It. Yes. Yes. So, um, but like your mouth I stopped smoking. after two nights because I haven't even had a cleaning yet. Yeah. And I figured I wanted to get a good cleaning and then I'll go back and maybe do two or three more, uh, bleaches. So yeah. I'm getting Monday is the final crown settings and cleaning and they're going to make a night guard and I'm done. Uh, well, we're here uh i'm done yeah. so 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 yeah I'm so when excited. are you going to mexico so i actually i just talked to nick this morning that uh i probably need to call one of them make a decision who i'm going with and make an appointment probably towards the i can go anytime after the beginning of august that's eight weeks from when i had the teeth extracted that i need to replace so um i am uh you know, another four weeks from that. So, uh, so yeah, anytime after the beginning of August, I'll be headed down there right. probably. And it's not like Cancun or anything. It's well, no beaches. Well, I haven't decided yet. Oh. There's one in Cabo I'm looking at, and Cabo's a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. And the dental office is in this beautiful resort. Like, so. You can get all and the inclusive. Reason, exactly. I'm kind of now leaning towards maybe making it a vacation. If we got to go down there anyway, why wouldn't I, right? Yeah. So, so no, it that uh, Cabo's still on the table, but the ones in Yuma are certainly a little easier, and it'll be cheaper for me to get to, right? So Cabo's right. going to be a little more expensive to get to. So, but I um, mean, flights from here to Cabo are cheaper than flights from here to Florida, for absolutely, sakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not cheaper than flights to Phoenix. So, yeah, true. Um, so we got to keep that all. In you could take a fucking Greyhound to Phoenix. You, you for really 20 can. Bucks. Exactly. You could. You could. Yep. Okay. Bet you they have a fucking Greyhound take me right over the fucking border, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they got shuttles, I think, yeah, actually. There are, yeah. They're I little can't. dental shuttles, I think. The oh. dental offices come oh, in and from get people. Phoenix. No, like they the come airport. in from Mexico. Right. But they go to the airport Correct. and take you to Mexico. Correct. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, called Muller City. It's there in Yuma. That's how do you how do you get over the border with all of you? Well, I guess getting into passport. Mexico, it doesn't matter. Well, getting into Mexico, they don't check shit, is what I've heard. But getting back into the U.S., you just need your passport. Hmm. I mean, that's it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, gosh, you could fit probably a lot of cocaine in those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> because they're so big. <laughs> just kidding. Sure. Let me just smuggle, smuggle them over. over in my teeth. Uh, oh, no thanks. Shit. <laughs> 
All righty. Well, I'm sure they'd give you a discount if you did. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. I'm not going to any drug cartel slash dental offices. Well, you can be like Nancy Botwin. No, I don't want to be Nancy. She's horrible, horrible human being. I hate her. <laughs> okay. All righty. So um, also, we just updated our professional website and our personal one. So if you don't know, our business called Carco Properties, and our website is called CarcoPropertiesLLC.com, because some fuckers in Savannah, Georgia, took CarcoProperties.com. Right at the LLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so we just updated both of those. The other one's CarlaAndConnor.com, as you guys know. Um, yeah, that took forever, but I think it looks really good. Is it good. ready to go? Yeah, it's been up for days. You, you haven't seen you it. You didn't tell me. You just sent me the little video, which I could barely see, and yeah. it was blurry. And so, okay, I'll have to get on and check it out. And so, no, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. I, I think it's pretty damn well, professional. I, I would hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, we added a bunch of new sections, stuff like that. And we actually have, you know, as you guys have heard the last couple of episodes, Zara, can you not eat your bone right now? Look at her. Mm-hmm. Little butt in the air. Go lay down. Alrighty. Sorry about that. So um, we actually, as you guys know, within the last couple of episodes, you've heard we've been trying to pivot and evolve our business. And uh, we've come up with sort of a new system. Um, do you want to tell them what that system is? Sure. We um, have needed to do some pivoting due to a number of reasons, but the regulations being the biggest thing, basically the fuck government's putting us out of business um, and making us, quote, pivot. Um, uh, and that's so uh, we can stay in business. Yeah. And so uh, we're, we're launching a new program where we're doing, um, it's uh, called Your B&B, and we are going to connect mm-hmm. landlords and, do you want me to go into the entire thing? Yeah. Okay. Landlords and tenants together um, in a house, in a duplex, in a space that uh, they can Airbnb out, where we have actually placed the primary resident into the home um, legally and all mm-hmm. above board. And then we're going to teach them and support them in ways uh, to rent out the various sections of the home, whether that be a bedroom or a lower duplex or an upper duplex or a cottage yeah. house or whatever. But um, but that wanna, one's really exciting. Do you want to hear this from the website that I created? So um, the portion on our website about your B&B, it says, Carco Properties LLC has created the most innovative system in the rental industry called your B&B. We are working to merge the world of short-term rentals and long-term rentals to create happy landlords and happy tenants. Oh, very nice. I love that. That sounds awesome. (laughs) But essentially, you know, we just found that there is a need for people who want to short-term rent, right? Mm -hmm. There are tenants everywhere who wish that they could supplement their income or supplement their rent payments by Airbnb. But finding these properties are few and far between that they are actually allowed to do this with or have landlord approval or that they're set up properly. And it's a big risk. You know, there there is risk involved. You're going to have to furnish it, come up with a lot of money in the beginning. Um, so we're basically doing all that for you. And we're trying to, um, you know, place tenants in great spots that they can Airbnb and run and manage an awesome Airbnb the way they want to. We are going to lightly furnish the property 
and they will in turn get a discount on their rent. They'll get all the cleaning fees and they'll get a percentage of the profits at the end of the month. Yeah, it's it ends up being a really good deal. And again, I think like Connor said, there's a real need for it where um, people want to be able to do this, but they, you know, they've got other jobs. They've got other responsibilities. They don't have the time to start approaching landlords and asking themselves. And so we decided that that's a connection that we're um, hopeful to make. And getting an Airbnb, um, well, Christ, we've made a whole podcast about it and a whole video show about it. Uh, getting an Airbnb going is complicated it and, is. and requires support and we have tons consult. of new videos coming up about it yeah, too. You know, tons of them. So we um, not only did we find the need that we want needed to connect landlord and tenant, but um, but the need is there to support the tenant through uh, the Airbnb setup and uh, management process. And I think we've got a lot of experience in that and can add a lot to the to the bottom line. Um, for somebody and because of our quality standards and different things that we've learned over the past few years in doing this you know our goal is to create these properties that are of a higher quality and are of a higher standard because you know i think this is where some hosts on airbnb are slipping yeah oh yeah and so we're going to support the tenant that is staying there um, you know, and do quality control checks and audits and different things like that to make sure that things are um, being run in an appropriate manner for the guests and for the landlords, tenants, neighbors, everyone. Everyone, the city, you know, everybody. We yeah. want to make sure it's all, you know, above board and, and we're following a, a good process there. So, And it actually works really great for the landlord because essentially um, we're going to help you find a tenant for free. There's no con- upfront contract, no commitment no cost to you we do free tenant placement so if you have a you know a property that you're looking for a tenant hell what what's the harm in letting us try to find a tenant for you exactly right we um, if you find it first we move on if we find it first we make a deal you know so if we find you a tenant then what we do is we guarantee the landlord higher than market rent for a certain period con contract excuse me um vomiting into the Microphone is always helpful <laughs> during our show. Um, yeah, so we're going to guarantee higher than market rent. Um, we, you know, guess our run through security background checks. I think national sex offender registries. There's $1 million of property damage protection liability. And the tenants that we're providing them with are invested in their property, right? For normal tenants, it's just a place to live. That's Correct. That's the honest yep. truth. They don't give a shit. They're not going to clean. They're not going to... I need you know. to take this phone call. This okay, is bored. Sure. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. So um, anyway, the difference is, is that you have invested tenants, right? Most tenants, like I said, don't give a shit. If something's leaking, they're not going to let you know until it absolutely needs to be fixed. And by then the damage is already done. If, you know, they ruin something or if they keep it dirty or if there's trash everywhere, you know, those are things that normal tenants do frequently. Now, if you have a tenant that's actually invested in your property, that's not going to happen because they're The condition of the property determines the discount of their rent. So if they're not maintaining this property to a, you know, quality standard and not keeping it clean and not keeping it tidy and not fixing all these little issues or asking the landlord to come and fix the faucet, then they're not getting 
um, you know, good reviews on Airbnb. They're not getting money on Airbnb. So it is an issue, I think, in the long-term rental space is getting good tenants and good tenants that pay rent on time. And here, we're the tenants who are paying the rent and the tenants who are living in the property are truly, truly invested in your property because they're making an income off of your property. So we guarantee on-time rent every single month simply because, you know, we're a large business, a large corporation, and we can afford to guarantee a certain amount of higher-than-market rent every single month. So it's a great little system. Um, you know, we're currently working on it right now. Uh, the website is live. Like I said, if you guys want to check it out, it's carcopropertiesllc.com. That's C-A-R-C-O-P-R-O-P-E-R-T-I-E-S-L-L-C.com. Sorry, I forgot how to spell properties there for a second. Um, yeah. So um, Carla is still on the phone. So I think I'm going to take a little break and then we're going to go into uh, our next little bit here. All right, sorry about that, guys. We are back. So what the hell was that all about? Oh, just, you know, Ford calling about the Ford Fiesta, which is a P-O-S. Um, sorry, Ford, but... Um, <laughs> well, we were, if they we... want to sponsor us and <laughs> fix the damn car and send us a new one, we'd be really thrilled. Yeah, but. we'd be thrilled, and I'd... Um, you know, I'd say something nice, but right now, after four Ford purchases, we will no longer be a Ford customer. I'll leave it at that. Well... Essentially, it's this car, and the transmission has broken, what, 15 times? And they Correct. fixed it 15 times? Correct. And clearly, it's still not fixed. So. Yep. It still has an issue. It's, it was in there at 3,000 miles. It's now at 110,000 miles. Um, the last time it was in there was in April. It's now June um, with the same problem. So, um, it's, it's yeah, obviously, I, I, well, I mean, long and short is my dealership's incompetent, obviously, and I need to go to a different one at this point. So Yep. All right. Well, that's too bad. Sorry yep. about that. All right. So I'm going on vacation. Life sucks for me. Uh, and Connor's <laughs> going on vacation again. Well, this is one of the good things about being self-employed, but also one of the bad things. The good thing is, is that you can take a vacation. Whenever the fuck you want. It's just you don't get paid vacation. Well, you don't. Well, you kind of get paid vacation, what? Yeah, what I guess. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm well, getting paid. I'm not taking out of my salary. That's true. That's true. Um, no, the bad thing is is that you work all the damn time. Right. And you don't work nine to five and, you know, have to call off for vacation. You just go on vacation. So you've sort of pre-packed those hours already. You've already worked them. Yes. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, Where are you going? Yeah, so I'm going to Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Again. Again. Yes, yes. Always so fun. What are the dates of that, by the way? Uh, The 16th through the 19th. 16th through the 19th. So now you'll know where Connor is. Everyone can go say hello in Vegas. (laughs) All of our two listeners. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, um, it's, it's... it's a really great place because you get to stay in really nice hotels for, for cheap, for cheap. <laughs> and yeah. eat cheap yeah, and, and eat gamble cheap. cheap and lots of cheap entertainment. When I go so frequently now that I'm a Pearl status member, <laughs> <laughs> so I get free parking, uh, skip the lines at all the buffets, Ooh, skip the lines at check-in. Buffet line skipping. <laughs> I mean, my God. <laughs> and then I get free rooms. I mean, I just booked uh, a trip for my birthday in February at the Vidara for free. Oh, sweet. Wow. The Vidar is that guy for 30 bucks. That's the oh, name of his thing. Oh, well, he's in, um, okay, well, we'll get to this thing. Well, he's in one of the uh, condos then. Yes. He must own one. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so I like going to Vegas because I get free shit, but 
I have to pay for it with gambling. So, I yeah. mean, it sort of evens out. But it's fun. I'm going with my friends um, who have, uh, I don't think they've really ever been. So, it'll be a good time. And essentially what happens when things like this happen, I try, when we go on vacation, we try to go on vacation around convenient dates. So, essentially, our cleaning dates are Mondays and Tuesdays. So, the ideal vacation would be, you know, Wednesday through Sunday. Our cleaning slash on-site visits are always Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, always Mondays and Tuesdays, but sometimes other More, days, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you try and stay away from Mondays and Tuesdays as you plan your life uh, around your, your business, uh, for sure. Yeah, for us specifically. But we also have to keep an eye on um, like when you are gone just because sometimes we have more than our cleaning team can handle. Mm -hmm. And that's when we say like we usually step in to assist uh, in the turnovers or whatever we got going on. So we got to keep an eye on the numbers as well to ensure if we need to block a day here or there too. Which again, when you're blocking a day, it's I mean, blocking equals lost profit. So uh, it's it's one of the last resorts that we like to do. But it's much better than a cancellation, which is a big, big no. No, so we'd rather block or not getting it clean for the damn guests, or not getting it clean for the guests. One of the nice things, though, is is that if you know it far out in advance, what I have nightmares about that. About what guests walking into a dirty house? Oh my god, (laughs) we've never had it happen. (laughs) Yeah, because it won't ever happen. Okay. Anyway, um, well, the nice thing is, is that an Airbnb when they don't read the shit and get there at 10 a.m., it could. Well, yeah. I had but... a guest walk in on me once at 10 a.m. I was cleaning. Yeah, well. Hmm. Should have fucking read. Yep. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, uh, far, in, far out in advance uh, through Airbnb and our, all of our systems, we can actually choose uh, what days we're going to allow checkouts, what days we're going to allow check-ins and minimum stays. So if I do it far out, in van- far out enough in advance, then I can sort of package it so that when we're gone on vacation, the, nobody's checking out. or The reservations fall in such a way that it yes. makes it a lighter day. Uh, and, and again, that would be even preferable over blocking something because blocking is one of the, the least uh, things we like to do So because it's lost money. But again, if we can juggle it to where maybe throw in a two-night minimum somewhere or uh right. so they're checking out on that other day then that that's helpful that's that's a really good tip yeah so good. it'll be fun it'll yeah. be it'll should be, be fun. a fun time for you sure. shouldn't go on vacation i need to go on vacation <laughs> but i put all my vacation money in my mouth oh yeah well yeah. Mm-hmm. that's too bad so <laughs> teeth or uh, vacation and so. my next uh my next yeah, if vacation I spent on my be... vacation what i what you spent on your teeth i'd be i wouldn't be going to vegas well we were going to go to hawaii with it well, and then right. instead it went into my mouth yeah so <laughs> yeah that's too bad uh-huh so that's why we're, we're brush be... your teeth kids yes brush your and floss um we so we're going to be taking a vacation to Yuma, Mexico, <laughs> and get um, Yuma, kidnapped Arizona. by the cartel. Exactly. Right over the border in uh, Los Algodones is called Boulder City. All right. Well, I think I will we'll, uh, pass on that trip. Okay. But, so um, uh, we're getting new blinds at Whimsical. Yes? yes? That was sort of a tough that, transition, huh? Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, God. That um, was not the smoothest of transitions, but like we say to the Mexican cartel in Yuma, Arizona, we're getting new blinds here in Colorado. <laughs> There's no connection there, but um, anyway. Uh, we are getting, we, basically, somebody who... Uh, 
was unpackaging the new blinds at this unit that we uh, have, we didn't p- put these blinds in. They must have, as they were cutting open the packaging, they snipped Slice a few of the, the blinds, uh, yeah. vertical uh, blinds. And so they don't, and then they tried to duct tape them and the duct tape doesn't stay and they droop and they fall and people, we've had a few, mm, no, I wouldn't say complaints, but just, just mentionings mentions, yeah. like, hey, you know, lack of privacy because of those, you know, fucked up lines. And so. Which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just had to go to measure and blinds are actually not as expensive as I thought they were. No. At least the ones you found. Well, I mean, again, we're not getting fancy like, uh, you know, plantation shutters or even right. plantation style two inch blinds. We're getting the one inch vinyl, you know, cordless blinds, period. But they do the trick, right? They, they give you privacy. They block out sunlight, um, and you can open them. You can close them. It's um, it's uh, it's it, just a really inexpensive way of covering a window and yeah. making it look a little better to offer some privacy. So we actually will be uh, – we should do that here in the next couple of days. I've got the measurements in my yeah. phone. And, I mean, the blinds, where do you get them from? Home Depot? Yep. Um, either Home Depot or even Walmart. Um, the problem is Walmart, you got to take what you can get. So the measure – what's there is what's measured at Walmart – excuse me, um, at Home Depot, they can actually cut them. Um, so if For like, you? correct. So oh. you buy like, let's say you needed 55 inches, right? And the one on the shelf was either 42, which would be too small, right. or 58. Then you go for the 58 and tell them, hey, I need, you know, to cut three inches And off. they cut it for free? Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh. As long as you buy the blinds there, they cut the blinds for free. Now, once they've cut, though, can't bring it back. Right. right? So you got to be sure you're, you know, measure twice, you know, cut once kind of thing. So, um, hmm. Well, great. Well, there you go. I think we're only replacing three, right? Three blinds? I'd like them all replaced because then I want them all to match. And this is the reason why we're broke. (laughs) This is the reason why we're sitting here doing this fucking podcast. (laughs) Well, we also have quality standards. And look, if we can find the absolute identical looking ones, fine. But I think that we're going to be hard pressed. And again, they're probably five to six bucks a piece. So we need, you know, five of them. That's 20 bucks. Give me a break. Or 50 bucks. Excuse me. Math was never my forte. Five times 20 is $100. No, no, no. Five times five. They're $5 each? About five or $6 each, yeah. You said they were a, a I, I said to, to tell 20. Brett no more than 20 a piece. <laughs> okay. Well, I, so told him, I'm hoping, I told him 20 a piece. So. I'm hoping it's closer to, you know, I mean, again, it depends on the size. I didn't know the size. So okay. um, I, I'm going to guess between five and 12. Okay. Right in so, there. Per, per, per. All right. So it's going to be $50. Now, $50 times that by eight properties, times that by 30 days, I'm not times that to by. Do eight I know, properties. I know. I'm just saying this is how things add up, people. You know, mm-hmm. math wasn't your forte, clearly. And um, if you were doing the books, uh, there would be no books yes. to do because there would be no spent business. It all. Gotcha. All righty. Um, oh, my God. All right. So um, I got a gym membership. To Planet Fitness. I'm excited for you. Have you gone yet? Yes, I go. Oh, good. Yeah. That's right. I'm glad to hear that because usually everybody gets gym memberships and then never goes. <laughs> well, and just pays their little $40 uh, a month. You're going to love this nothing. because the reason I got it was because they have what's called a Planet Fitness black card. Okay. And it's $22 a month. I almost like don't want to tell people because it's such a good deal. And I think that people don't know about well, it. Well, why don't we not say Planet Fitness because they could give us money. 
Planet Fitness isn't going to sponsor us. I'm fat as fuck and you're <laughs> old as fuck. So <laughs> it's not going to work out. All right. Anyway, um, I just don't want to tell people because I don't want now everyone swarming to Planet Fitness. Do right? they do they have them everywhere? Do I have one up by me? They're, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're everywhere. Yes, they're everywhere. Okay. There's and so one. 22 bucks for this black card. And the black card massages? gets you. Yeah. <gasps> the black up. card gets you. Well, kind of. All right. Let me explain for Christ's sakes. So the normal membership is like 10 bucks a month and you get access to the whole gym. And it's actually a really nice gym, you know. Uh, whatever state of the art equipment it's not lifetime whatever fitness but but, you know it's great there's uh showers there's walkers there's everything you need it's clean uh they do personal training i think for free so you sit down with a trainer and he does with your ten dollars he does a whole program for you and then sort of leaves you to it sure but he does weekly classes um where you can see him okay and then monday nights is pizza night so they have pizza that sounds healthy (laughs) (laughs) i think uh, so now we know why connor joined the black card thursday mornings uh they have bagels oh (laughs) bagels and pizza i can't believe how healthy planet fitness is at the front desk they have tootsie rolls (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not joking i'm not joking Um, that's because they'll get your 22 dollars forever because they're gonna fatten you up (laughs) um no but the reason the black card if you get the black card you get all that stuff and you get access to the black card spa okay so that's 12 dollars more a month correct 21 dollars 22 bucks a month okay and and they have um, hydro massage loungers. Like a hot black guy back there to massage me? No. <laughs> hydro. That's why it's called the black card? No. I'll take it. I'm in. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> they have hydro massage lounge chairs. So essentially what that is, is it's oh. a water massage. No. Listen. And it's really great. And it's all customizable. Sounds a little it's really lame. Great. Then they have hydro massage beds that you oh. can lay down and get in the bed and they hydro massage your body okay then they have deep tissue massage chairs okay then they have what's called a total body enhancement machine and they have two of these okay now if you don't know what this is it's red light therapy do you know what red light therapy is it's this new thing that all the celebrities are doing is that like cbd oil no it's like it looks like a tanning bed okay a stand-up tanning bed so you get in but it's red light okay. therapy. It's not UV. It doesn't emit UV or anything like that. So but, they say. But the red light counteracts like the blue light from our phone. Okay. Right? And it helps your skin and it helps uh, with cellulite and stretch marks and different things like that. Okay. So but you stand in there naked. Correct. Okay. But it's called total and body enhancement because it has a vibra shape plate at the bottom. If you don't know what that is... There are these things in gyms. I'm sure most gyms have some sort of thing like this. It's this plate that you stand on and it vibrates really, really quickly. Okay. And it does it. So it jiggles you. Yes. And it does it in different intervals. And essentially what it's doing is it's mimicking different uh, muscle contractions. So if you're walking on a treadmill, they say. So it's like your fake workout? Correct. (laughs) Yes. So you get 50 muscle contractions per second is what it does and so you what i do is just squat on it so you're in this red light therapy naked, <laughs> naked. your entire body's vibrating <laughs> your balls and your tits and your everything's just jiggling away yes oh my god and i'm what squatting a... <laughs> 
And you knew that for 12 minutes. That has got to be a sight to see. <laughs> what a sight to behold. And you do that for 12 minutes. and um, 12 minutes, that's it? Well, they're 12-minute intervals. So you can – I do it for 12 minutes, and I get on my massage chair and go back in for another okay. 12 minutes and then go on the hydro massage chair. Is it chair. hard? Are you sweating? Are you – No, there's no sweating because they have body ventilation. So these fans, and you can put them up all the way, and it feels like a hurricane. It's okay. Like, do I have pit stains? No, I'm wearing dark today. So, um, so, but it feels like you're working out. It really, like oh, your legs are sore at the end. Of, well, especially like, if you're squatting. Because what it does is it goes a little bit slower and then it goes really fast and a little bit slower. And are you having to maintain your balance during yes, that? Yes, the okay. whole time. Yeah. Um, so during the fast parts, there's like a four minute portion where it's really super fast. Like towards the end of it, you're like, oh God. Oh God, you know, um, but yeah, so, um, and they have tanning beds, so they have like 10 tanning so beds. So basically you don't actually work out. You just go there and do that yeah. <laughs> for $12. So I've been about 10 times and haven't touched the gym area. Only been in the just black the piece spa. Of the bagels in the back spa. <laughs> so I, I go in, I get my hydro massage. I do the red light therapy. Go and get another massage, do some more red light therapy. Have a bagel. Have a bagel, get a tan. <laughs> you know, it works out great. But it's just a great deal because um, a normal tanning salon is, you know, oh, yeah. pretty expensive. And tanning salons now do have red light therapy. Okay. But the red light therapy is like $30 a session. Wow. For one 12-minute session. They're probably going to change that soon then. Well, no, they've already bought these huge damn machines and they're everywhere. And they've been using the same machines for... I don't know, since Planet Fitness was a, a thing. You know? Okay. Have you lost any weight? Well, I haven't been checking. <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> but my skin looks great. <laughs> uh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Didn't ever heard of that. Learn something new every day. There so, you go. So it's well worth the $20, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, alrighty. So do you have any life updates? We haven't even started our freaking show yet, and we're still on my life updates. Okay, well, let's start then. <laughs> You're the one. Uh, this is what she said right when we get in. This is going to be a stretch for an hour. <laughs> I go, I don't think so. Well, I yep, feel like, yep. well, who would have thought we could talk about ourselves for a few hours? <laughs> All right. Well, why don't I save my updates for next week? Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then we'll go from there. Alrighty, so we're going to start on our Tuesday tip. So today's Tuesday, Tuesday tip, tip what we're doing is we're talking about the difference between short-term rentals, corporate rentals, and long-term rentals. We're going to talk about some of the benefits, the pros and cons of each. That is uh, oftentimes they're confused between what's what and how you get one, what you what it means, how you go about it. Um, there's some consistencies between some and there's some inconsistencies between some. So we're going to sit down and kind of talk that through for you so everybody understands whether you're looking for one or whether you're looking to do one or whether you're looking to rent one. You'll be able to figure it out here today with us. All right, so take it away. Short-term rentals. All what right, is a short so term a short-term rental? rental is generally somebody who is needing accommodations for a very, quote, short period of time, generally usually under 30 days. Are you literally going to be on the phone while I'm doing I'm, the show? I'm responding to a guest. Can you just I'm tell them? I'm carrying the entire while you show were, while, while you were responding. actually on the phone, I had to talk about your BNB for fucking 10 minutes alone. <laughs> you should have just paused it. I paused it afterwards, but I was mid-sentence. 
No, go ahead. Tell them what short-term rentals gotcha. are. Gotcha. All right. So short-term rentals is just that short. Um, anything usually under 30 days, but uh, also usually under 14 days, to be honest. Um, most of our stays are anywhere between one and I'd say seven nights at the long side. We get an occasional like two-week stay, but it's rare. Um, so that is what a short-term rental is. You generally charge by the night. There's also honestly usually a cleaning fee associated with it some hosts choose to put that into their nightly rate but most of the time you're going to pay that separate um they're furnished properties they're stocked with everything you would need you're essentially borrowing someone's home and borrowing someone's belongings for a short period of time yeah you you have everything you need you have you're going to need to stock it with consumable supplies uh toilet paper paper towel tissues things that Um, run out that you're going to have to resupply mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it is usually the most profitable for your landlord or your host um, they're going to make the most money but it's also the most work because if you only have a one night stay you've got to get in there and clean it up just like you would if it was a four night stay it doesn't really matter so yeah. uh, the effort is much greater on a short term stay um, which then leads us into what we would call a corporate rental which is sort of a middle ground between I'd say a short term yeah. rental and a long term rental typically these are 30 plus day stays um, usually sort of on a month-to-month basis. Now, usually, instead of charging by the night, like with a short-term rental, what you would do is you would charge um, by the month for the most part. So it's an all-inclusive monthly charge that usually includes utilities, Wi-Fi, um, different necessities like that air conditioning tv the electricity every everything is included in that monthly rate and one of the ways you can do it is come up with a nightly rate and then discount the Mm -hmm. nightly rate or you can just come up with this is my discounted monthly rate if you take it for 31 or more days um and another way to do it these properties are usually furnished however lightly furnished not you know all the decor and all the cute homey stuff that you see in a vacation rental rental or a short-term rental but usually pretty basic pretty um bare yeah, honestly yep kind um, of you know sterile a little feeling just because um again no one necessarily lives there it, right. you're not borrowing someone's home you're actually moving into your own temporary home um so so it, it, you again like connor said you're gonna have all the homey things that you would have in a vacation rental where you're right. actually borrowing someone else's things however it is going to be stocked with plates cups different things like that you just really need to show up with your uh clothing and your toothbrush and you should be good to go we do usually stock these very very briefly with like toilet paper and paper towel enough to get you through that first say few days yeah. but you're definitely going to need to go shopping that first week for those supplies to get you through until the end of the month now they are less profitable than a short-term rental in most cases because again you're not charging by the night you're usually charging for the month and there are um, platforms that actually cater uh to this particular market just yes. like airbnb and vrbo cater to the short-term, short-term rental. rental market yeah. there are other sites that cater to um corporate rentals where you can either search and or list um but oftentimes another way you can go about it too is find the large businesses in your area mm-hmm. and honestly like if you have a big like you know, let's just say AT&T or Level 3 or one of those Amazon. big te- Amazon, huge tech companies. Sometimes their human resource department, you can contact and ask and let them know you've got a corporate rental that you would like to rent because they- Or multiple. Or multiple. They will 
oftentimes bring employees from out of the area and need to stay for a month project or a two month project. Sometimes you'll see medical facilities. Like if you have a big medical campus near mm-hmm. you, another great place to, so Hospital, you can do some of your room. own, like reach out if you have a space or more to, uh, you know, find these tenants that, you know, business travel or traveling nurse or whatever the case may be, people moving into the area. Yes. Um, now, again, with these, you won't make as much money. Um, however, it is a decent amount of work, but not nearly as much work as I would say a um, short-term rental is because right. you're not doing uh, weekly turnovers or daily turnovers. The bulk of the work is going to be up front to get the tenants in, and then once they're in, you're good for at least 30 days. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. For at least 30 days. And, um, you know, a lot of times, too, part of the reason why corporate rentals is the, quote, in-between baby of short-term rentals and long-term rentals is because people are also looking for flexibility. They're not in a position to sign a 12-month lease, but they don't know quite how many months they need. And a lot of times, you know, you're really losing out on some of the market if you're forcing those people to go elsewhere. Like we, we, we did a showing yesterday on one of our corporate rentals that the kids said, I can't find any, like they want me to sign a six or 12 month lease, even though they're furnished. Um, and he's like, and I just, I can't commit to that right now because mm-hmm. this project is, is getting ready to, to end at some point. He's just not sure when he knows he's got at least 30 days. Um, but he doesn't know quite when. Right. Um, so just things to consider. Again, we're going to go into now our long-term rental. These are your standard leases, your one-year lease, your two-year lease, everything, you know, um, that you've seen in the past. This is pretty standard. They're not furnished. The tenant's going to come and provide everything that you, mm-hmm. they need to live for themselves. So their furniture, their own supplies, their own, um, you know, cookware, their own silverware, all of that stuff, the tenant, uh, supplies and brings with them. Also, um, usually it's a monthly rent price. Utilities are separate, and sometimes there's add-ons like parking. Um, Again, it's much less profitable than even a corporate rental, and significantly less than a short-term rental. Right. Also, however, significantly less work because once you've placed that tenant, as long as they're paying their rent, really there's not a whole lot for you to do aside from react when the tenant calls with an issue if they say there's a leaky faucet. You're set for a year. Yeah. In theory. In theory. In theory, that's that's the truth. So so you're going to see less profit, but um, you're also, if you own the property, you're going to be seeing um, equity grow while that person's paying your mortgage. So, you you know, we say... You're going to see less profit like it's a bad thing. Um, it, 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 I mean, you're going to see less profit than short-term rental. But if you own the home, you're also, you you're know, also looking at this equity, as an investment. You know? yeah. um, and you can use your uh, a home as a short-term rental and a corporate rental as well. And you'll still be growing your equity. Um, but just remember, you know, a long-term rental is still the way to go. Um, if you don't have any other options. Right. And if you don't have the manpower or don't right. have the energy or you've got a f- another full-time job, I mean, absolutely long-term. You got you to figure out what your goals are for yourself mm-hmm. and your property to figure out what direction makes the most sense for you. Just get started, really. Get started early real estate investing and then figure it out for um, as you go. Yep. So, um, Alrighty, now we're going to do our turnover tell-all. Turnover tell-all. We got a question. <clears throat> Alrighty, One so- of two. Yes, Yay! one of two. Thank you, Nicole from Instagram. Yes, Nicole. Um, so this is the one that you actually meant that I sent to you. Yep. Um, but so this is what she said. Um, I'm not gonna put her Instagram handle because I didn't ask her, but her name is Nicole and she's on Instagram. She said, Hey there, I love your Instagram and videos. Well, thanks so much, Aww, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Uh, I have been looking through your website and I am really impressed. 
Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Carla has nothing to do with that. So. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> she goes, I I'm have sure a question. I'm sure you did too. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of out-of-state properties? For example, an apartment in Chicago when living in Washington. Thanks a lot. So how, how do you manage announce an out-of-state property um, and can it be done? Really? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. And um, again, I think the 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 first step for anybody is to figure out those goals. The goals for yourself, the goals for your property. What kind of uh, time you've got, what kind of resources you've got. Um, if you're living in Washington and have a place in Chicago, do you have feet on the ground, friends that can help? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've had the apartment cleaned by somebody in the past and they'd be willing to help you clean right. it. Like what kind of resources and connections do you already have in it, in that existing spot? And if it's hardy, then I would definitely uh, mm-hmm. encourage you to consider the short-term or corporate rental. Right. However, if, if you don't have any feet on the ground or don't have any of those connections then that's not going to be the best might make more sense for you to look at a long term the way we've approached these things is you have to see the property in person so you can't just you know whether that be a very in-depth facetime video or on the ground preferably seeing it feeling it for yourself you need to know the property the ins and outs of the property the quirks of the property how to access the property and all that stuff that's that's a necessity. Yep, yep. And uh, the neighborhood, the feel of the neighborhood, the, I mean, not just the property itself, uh, the surrounding areas, what's nearby, what's not, how close is it to public transportation? There's lots of things you need to know about this property to make a decision as to which direction you're going to take. If this property is furnished, make sure you do a walkthrough and, um, you know, with whoever, whoever's property it is, whether it's yours or a family friend or a client, um, and make sure they remove those personal and valuable items. And this is something you can talk with them over the phone about. Um, you know, with an Airbnb, it needs to be cute, um, but not too personal, right? Because they want to feel at home, and so you want to appeal to a wide variety of guests. And I think that's one of the hardest um, things for owners to, to, to part yeah. with and master is making an environment that's appealing for an Airbnb, knowing someone's coming in, knowing someone's going to be borrowing your things, but yet you don't feel like you're in someone else's space when you're there, meaning like there's not family pictures on the wall, and there's not like religious artifacts around, and there's not, right. you know, uh, I, again, just any thing that's too personal like connor said that all needs to go or valuable heirlooms uh you know antiques, uh, antiques yes. yep all of that should go because um you've got to keep in mind that some of the stuff might uh you know get broken and you want to be able to replace it without there being some sentimental loss keep in mind that if it is going to be a management for you and if it is a client the fee you should be charging will be less than if you're in person right because if you're in person you can provide different um uh, perks to the homeowner or to the client whereas if you're out of state you know that connection isn't really there so you need to be aware of what's typical in the industry for these uh national uh short-term rental managements yep yep it's um, it's absolutely doable but essentially if you're in another state you're going to be managing essentially the uh what what we call the front end process and yes. not the back end process in any way and so you're going to charge less for that if if you're running a man- management company because simply you're just doing the front end you're not really doing anything on the back end and the back end frankly is the hard part yes now um make sure that 
again, like Carla said, you have people on the ground wherever it is, whether it be a cleaner, whether it be, you know, you absolutely need a cleaner, but maybe think about getting somebody else or a friend or finding somebody on Craigslist, or maybe you can find a cleaner where if something, if there's an emergency or something goes wrong, they are there to help. Yeah, so your cleaner can serve sort of two roles. A, they clean for you, but also they're on call should there be an emergency that arises that an on-site visit is uh, required. So, um, you know, and maybe you pay them more of like an on-call visit fee when and if that occurs versus an hourly fee. And you pay them hourly for the cleaning and then an on-site visit fee if they are needed to be dispatched. But make sure that there are steps in place um, to help remedy these issues without having to go on site. So a typical issue is getting locked out, right? Do you have a hidden key somewhere? Do you have a lockbox somewhere? Can you drop a key off at, you know, a post office where they can go and pick it up? You know, something like that. So that if they get locked out, which is a common occurrence, um, you're cleaner. You don't have to pay 50 bucks an hour to somebody to come and drop off a key. And when we say key, you know, maybe the batteries go dead in your right. digital lock. Oops, now the digital part isn't going to work. So you want to have a key backup. So again, you're always thinking about a backup to a backup to a backup. And whether that's a key mm-hmm. situation or something else, you want to try and have sort of backup options in place. It takes a lot of planning and forward thinking to, you know, um, anticipate the odd needs of guests or the random needs of guests or these, you know, uh, uncommon occurrences that are going to occur. And what you can do is really think about those and have steps in place to remedy those situations. Um, and it's going to take time. There will be times where, um, you know, the Wi-Fi is out and you can't get it to work and you don't know what to do. So the cleaner has to go over there, you know, uh, unplug Um, it and reset it for you. Um, But if you figure out in case that does happen, how are they, how is a guest who doesn't know anything, you have to assume they don't know anything. How are they going to fix it? And how can you make it, quote unquote, like dummy proof, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Friendly enough for somebody who doesn't know anything about a modem to fix it. Yep. yep. Um, So just think about these things and have these things in place. But it is possible. You can definitely have a property out of state or manage a property out of state. Um, You know, it's doable. It's absolutely doable, uh, for sure. And again, if um, one of the things that we didn't mention is you really do, we encourage you to get professional photography that's well worth it Um, it really does help a property shine when a professional photographer with a good lens a good camera has been in there Mm -hmm. and taken um, you know really good wide angle shots of your of your location yes yes Um, especially if it's a client or if it's your own property it really doesn't matter you can you really can't trust people to um, photograph it for you. It's not that they're not good at photography. It's that they don't have the right equipment, right? Um, these photographers specifically for real estate have very specialized lenses that can really get and those lighting. wide angles and lighting and different tricks that you may not be privy to or a, a homeowner doesn't know whether they're a photographer or not. Yep. Um, so do that initial investment of paying somebody a couple hundred bucks to go photograph it and you'll see a good return on your investment. And specifically for Unical, Chicago is a really great market for short-term rentals. Um, I'm not too sure about the regulations. You would definitely want to see on that. I know that Chicago has pretty high taxes and regulations on other things. Um, So make sure you're looking at that. Um, But I do know in the summer, 
um, they make a killing in Chicago. Um, so, yep. And again, there are ways that, uh, you can automate your, so if, if you are in Washington and you decide you're going to, you're going to move forward with the short-term rental side of things, there are ways you can automate your end of it, uh, to mm-hmm. make it really, really easy. But again, having those boots on the ground, uh, somebody, uh, is, is, is crucial. And so you'll want to yeah. find that person before you move to Washington. All right. Well, Nicole, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate you watching our videos yep. um, and reaching out to us on Instagram. If Definitely. you guys have any questions for us, make sure to submit them on our Instagram as well. It's at Carla and Connor. Um, and it's checkout time. Yeah, so let's check let's out. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Um, all righty, guys. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, remember, if you guys have any recommendations on people you want to see, people you want to hear from, things you want to see, things you want to hear more about, let us know. Um, send us your frequently asked questions. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? No. Just check us out on our social media as well as our website and YouTube stations. What do we always YouTube say? YouTube stations. Oh, whatever. Alrighty. Follow us on our Instagram. It's at Carla and Connor. All of our social media is at Carla and Connor. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Carla and Connor. There we go. Um, and make sure um, if you are listening to this podcast – um, on Apple Podcasts, then that's great. On SoundCloud, that's great. On YouTube, that's great. It's available on all of those platforms. So make sure you comment, like the video, leave us a review, all that like stuff. Like and smash. Well, that's for videos. Smash oh. and subscribe. Gotcha. Sorry. Never mind. This is different. So, okay. All righty, guys. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.